This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. Your war room for insider news and draft analysis from deep within the confines of Cowboys headquarters at the Star in Frisco. The Dallas Cowboys select Lane And now, your hosts, Dane Brugler. David Hellman and Brian Broadus. Well, welcome to the draft show here from the SWBC Mortgage Studios for another week. As the big voice guy says, it's Brian Broadus here with my scouting buddies, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, Kent Garrison, executive producing as always. Uh, gentlemen, we're getting very close to this draft. Inside 44 uh, days, I think now. 43 days. Just over like, a month. Yeah, just over a month. Kind of getting some pro days rolling on. Had a quarterback throw yesterday at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk about that a little bit. I want to get into this first segment, though, as we get rolling. I, I want to get this thing going because we just run out of time at the end of the day. And, you know, it's the way it goes. But I kind of want to get into like a tail of the tape situation here because at the combine, we had some guys that worked out really well. You know, but when we went back, did the tape make us feel any different about the player? Mm-hmm. I know you got your top 100 coming out today. Yep. Dane. So, uh, you know, I, I want to kind of get an idea of that. We got a little Twitter on the 20, as we always do. And we got some tell me more. And David Hellman has come up with some names oh, that I was no. quite going, oh. I got I got a really, really good one for you, Dane. Mm. Like, who are I'm, you? I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, who are you? I'm excited. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we're going to see if we can stump the expert here of Dane Brugler. But, Dane, you know, we had some guys that ran and worked out very, very well. And as we went into the combine, we were, you know, we were kind of thinking, okay, for example, the Campbell kid, the wide receiver from Ohio State. Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell. Kind of looking at him and thinking, okay, maybe third, maybe two, three on the, on the, on the, the, where you would think about him and watching the ability of the player. And then all of a sudden he goes flying on you. And, you know, maybe, maybe you expected that. You did. I mean, I don't think it was necessarily the speed. It was more when you watch the tape of the combine and you see the drills, the positional drills. The big, biggest question for me is downfield, what can he bring you? Sure. Because he was an underneath player. We talked about it. Yeah, underneath Percy routes. Harvin yeah, role, exactly. Jet sweeps, screens. Right. What can he give you down the field? Um, and when you And I know the combine, uh, when you talk about positional drills, it's a lot different when you simulate – uh, if you simulate a game compared right. to catching a ball in shorts and sure. you know no defense and all that, but I was really encouraged by what I saw from Paris Campbell. Uh, just from the workout aspect yeah, of it, just the routes downfield, the tracking skills, and it's, again, it's a big jump going from what he was asked to do at the combine compared to you know doing it on the football field. Right. But I was really encouraged by what I saw, and again, the the numbers are great, but it was expected. Paris Campbell, six foot two hundred five, uh, four three one in the forty. The jumps were ridiculous, 40 inches in the vert, 11-3 broad. Okay. But, again, the positional stuff, that's what really sold me as, okay, this guy has some juice, and I I won't be surprised at all when he goes – and I mentioned first round when we were at the combine. Sure. I won't be surprised he goes in the first round. And on my uh, board, I have him as the fourth wide receiver, number 43 overall. So he – did he – so where did he start – in your process before the combine, would he have been a top fifty player on your board? No, no, no. I mean, he because again. So does the tape? Does the tape translate? You think that's to what we what we're seeing here? I want to. I want to know. Well, first of all, I want to know the three in front of him. Yeah, that was one. That, that I buried the lead on that one, didn't I? I'm uh, guessing Hollywood, uh, Metcalf, 
I don't think he has Metcalf up there over him. I have Metcalf one. Oh, do you have Metcalf Just one? Just pure upside. Right. Hollywood, Sorry Metcalf, and then the third, A.J. Brown. Very good. Yeah, I pay attention. There you uh, go. Good job, David. With Paris Campbell, you can go back to the Ohio State tape, and you'll like what you see. Yeah. But again, you're not going to see downfield routes. You're not going to see any complexity. So the combine, the combine showed you this kid has the ability to track the ball and go down the field. Then much, at least he showed me that he can do it. He can he do didn't it. Struggle with it. I'm right. a little, and and I don't, I don't. I'm not trying to say I disagree with you. I trust you implicitly. I'm a little surprised, as much as you focus on tape, mm-hmm. yeah, to hear you say this because that's my impression of Campbell is you turn on the tape, you're going to see the athleticism. You're not going to see. The polish of, you know, of, you know, the route running and the versatility and, you know, you trust his hands, you trust his mechanics and all that good stuff. Like, you know, I'll I'll beat the name into the ground. I won't apologize for it. Like, how do you compare him to Debo Samuel just in terms of I the tape of Debo Samuel playing wide receiver is going to be way better. Oh, it is. Than the tape of Paris Campbell. That's fair. Um, And I think, you know, so much of scouting. Samuel 446, by the way. Right. So much of scouting is projection um, with. What Paris Campbell did at the Combine, I feel much better projecting him forward as a guy who will round out his route tree, who will you know put it all together and be more than just an underneath target. Where Debo Samuel, I think, he's a, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's number eight wide receiver for me, mm. uh, number two senior behind Paris Campbell. So I like Debo Samuel, but I think he's kind of tapped out in terms of like what he gives you. Like You know exactly what you're getting. It, but it's just, you know, it's not a, necessarily a home run. Where Paris Campbell, I think, could be a home run with what he brings you. It's just, you on, on his tape, at Ohio, the Ohio State tape, he didn't show me that he can't run downfield routes. He right. Just, he wasn't asked you to never, do it. You, never, you, didn't, you don't right. see him do it. And that, yeah. that's, for tr- that's for sure. There's a big difference when, you know, if he couldn't do it on tape during the season, then he does do it at the Combine. That gives you a little bit of pause. But it's he wasn't asked to do it at Ohio State, but then he did do it at the Combine. That's why I'm a little more optimistic when it comes to Paris Campbell. What about the Notre Dame kid, yeah. the receiver? Miles Boykin. Boykin. I, See, now that's the one I think that's got a lot of people scratching their head in the in the scouting community. When you've got a guy that's almost 6'4", 220 pounds, and he goes down there at 4'4", 1. Mm-hmm. And not only the 40, but 6'7", 7 in a 3 cone? Yeah. That's, that's a silly number. Okay. That's pretty crazy. Is the tape, is the tape showing that, or is, it, or is the tape not going to lie on that one? Is is that a little bit? You know, you, you talk so glowingly about Campbell, and rightfully so. Do you talk Boykin the same way? Is, does Boykin put himself in a position to where he is a uh, maybe a third round guy, and not this maybe a fifth round guy or you know four or five type guy? You thought I was encouraged by what I saw. He just he doesn't play with the confidence of that type of athlete. Uh, you see a little bit of the twitch. You see the movement skills uh, when he has a, a lane when he can run. You see the speed. As a route runner, don't necessarily see it all the time. Sure. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm encouraged by what I saw more so than what I thought going in. And the numbers helped that. But he reminds me a lot of Dante Moncrief coming out of Ole Miss. God, there's that Ole Miss again. And wide receiver. And you're just like, hold well, on to your rear. Yeah. Well, I mean, Don- I know I'm throwing them all together. But, but that's... Mon- Moncrief has had a pretty good career for, relative to where he was drafted. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're not talking about Laquan Treadwell. Right. And he, he did okay. It's just Ole Miss. You know, yeah, it's old I miss mean, and receivers is I what we're him. talking yeah. about. Yeah. No, I, I got you. Yeah. No, with with Boykin, I think you have a guy who he looks the part. 
one step acceleration. He doesn't. He doesn't. Have, it's not build up speed. One step and he's going. Um, and he where I where I really liked Miles Boykin before the combine was his athleticism at the catch point, the adjustment skills where he just kind of throw it in his area and he's going to come down with it. So I think he brings value. He comes in for me. I think number ten wide receiver. So he bumped up a little bit after the combine. Uh, not enough where I'm going to put him. So number five. ten, where where does that put him in, in as far as where he could be drafted? For me, I think he's number 70 overall on my board. Okay. So, you know, that's early third round. Okay. But if he goes in the second, no one should be surprised. I hate to go rogue on y'all, but I want. can I flip this for a second? Yeah, sure. I feel like at this time of year, and, and I, for good reason, but we do it, the Cowboys could be picking 19, they could be picking 58. We're always like, oh, he's, he's, just, he's not going to get there. No way. That's not going to happen. Which and since you know Boykin went to Notre Dame, that reminded me of Equinemius. Well, that was that sounded like to me the worldly guy thing. Well, just talking to teams oh, again, like re- Dane, Dane first came up with that. The same thing can maybe be said about the tackle there. I don't care, Tillery. Tillery. Yeah, right. I don't care why, but who's the guy that we're talking about glowingly right now? Who's going to be there late on day three when you're like, whoa, what's going on with this guy? Oh, you're you're saying the guy that's got. It, it you could, can go find you can go yeah, find it, tape of us talking sure. about St. Brown last year it, being like, oh, he won't be there for you. You want to know who it round. is? It's going to be the kid from it's going to be the kid from Colorado State, Preston Williams. Yeah, but I think I we expect like, that. Not only that, but like from well, what, I mean, is he even going to get drafted? Like I say, if he went undrafted, I wouldn't. Be well, I mean, if tests you, weren't good to go along with. Oh, some I'm, character I'm saying concerns. I'm saying whoa because of the ability. Yeah, we, we that's know what that. I mean. If you're telling me this, oh, who's yeah. a guy that you? Well, you like Preston Williams, Dane. Who's a guy that you really like? Who's going to fall? Come on, uh, I'm you know I'm looking through my list here. I, you know a guy like um, yeah, Devin Singletary. I, oh, the running back. Yeah, you know I think you, that's you, a great call. You really like the tape. He, he makes guys miss, but his now you're stacking was, five guys above him is what you're doing. Right. Yeah, the, the combine hurt him. It did. Florida Atlanta. It hurt him. Back. Just and that's where I'm instead. saying that you know him and uh, how about him and like Isaac Nada. Yeah, I didn't expect oh. Isaac mm-hmm. not to come rolling down there at four, four nine. nine. Yeah, I didn't expect that. You watch his tape. Is see, this is where to me, you know, you talk about it like, oh, who helped? Who? And I'm like, do you, but do you? You just get mad. I get mad. You're gonna go out to Athens and time him at a thirty eight. Yeah, dash, and I'm gonna right? I'm gonna head my way down to Boca Raton, Florida, and I'm gonna get the other kid at thirty eight too. <laughs> I just feel like though. No, that, you should be happy. That means these guys will fall to you. What if I? I mean, I just feel like that. Isaac Nada is a better football player than a four nine guy. His I don't, yeah. his workout did not, and you know his workout is. And maybe you're going to be right about polite. Maybe you're going to be right about him. You know, maybe maybe there's a guy at fifty eight you better get ready for. That's another guy. It's possible. And then all of a sudden, when that when when we're, we're on the well, the Cowboys, it's one away. Dane, who do you got? Well, we got polite from Florida, and I'm going to go. Kind of huh. like uh, yeah. okay. a Harold Landry type of deal. I mean, not right. the same sure. reasons, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know? But with Singletary, it wasn't just the numbers at the combine. Like, he didn't catch the ball well, and that was a big question His with him. His workout was horrible. He, he that, If you can't catch the ball and you're an undersized guy, that that's a problem. Better walk on water, old Ron Wolf used to say, if you're that little. So, you know, teams are going to be looking at that competition, you know, the, com- or the Conference USA. Uh, and, you know, is that really what helped make the tape shine and that production and, you know, the offense? Can you say that about Henderson then from Memphis, though? 
Oh, not well, conference. He's, he's, he's the American conference, right? Right, but similar. I mean, Similar, yeah. The thoughts. thing with Daryl Henderson in Memphis, the thing that worries me with him, you look at the backup running back, the yeah. third-string running back, yeah. they all average like six uh, yards yeah. a, a carry. Scheme helps there. Oh, yeah. I mean, there you watch that tape, and there are some gaping holes to run through. Uh, now, I mean, Henderson deserves, deserves a lot of credit as well. I'm not taking trying to take credit away from him, but it does give you a little bit of pause when you factor in scheme, factor in competition, factor in just the situation they were put in. It just in college football, there are 130 teams in the FBS. Yeah. You know, just it's so different from conference to conference. Focusing on the Cowboys here, Dave. Yeah. What's my What's my compensatory four number, please? Do you remember that? I believe it's 136. Can I take not at 136? Ooh, God! Yeah, you're speaking my language. If that's, I mean, if that's possible, I, I, you know, if he, if he's going to run four nine and everybody's going to jump off the not a train, go me. It is one thirty six. There you go, Dave. Nice. I knew we had nice, you on the show for a reason. Nice memory, Dave. Yeah, it's it's amazing the fact you'd been to Mardi Gras and the Combine back to back. Hey, and and survive. I don't. That. I don't really get it either. <laughs> uh, but, but okay, one thirty six. I'd be surprised. I, mean, I, have, I have the third round. Yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if he fell that far because we're talking end of the fourth round. Sure, I'd be surprised if he fell that far, but you never know with these tight ends. See, I got him and Sternberger right there next to each other. Yeah. If you watch the tape, this guy's a fat, a fat, a flat back <laughs> blocker to me mm-hmm. when you watch him play. Yeah, I say, you know, we're we're getting back into on the clock series. Isn't there? I'm paraphrasing here, but. Don't quote me, Dave. No, 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 no. I'm, I, I read this off my Twitter timeline back because Nada's workout was terrible. And yeah. it was like, there's like no successful tight ends that ran as slow as he did. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, if there are, but it's you such a small tape. list. See, that's, that's another one of those. Doesn't that freak you out though? No, it freaks me yeah. out because again, you're right about the guys. You're right about our, our little running back down there at Florida Atlantic. No. You know, you're right about him. But you're, but you're also not a. You're going. He's not a four nine player. He's not a four nine. He's player. not. A, yeah, I'm God. surprised Burglar didn't come up with that one. <laughs> oh, he's made that joke before. Yeah, that's more combine guys that I think we need to talk about. Um, By the way, your center Bradbury. Yeah, he's, he's in the first round. Oh yeah, get ready for that. No, he could go. People, in, people. He, he go in the teens easily. Bam, <laughs> Ragnow style. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, because he's a guy that if you, especially if you're a zone team, tapes good, and you, comp workout yeah, was good. You need yeah. a center. Okay, draft him, plug yeah. him in. You're fine. Yeah. Um, another guy who helped himself, I thought a lot, Justin Lane from Michigan State, mm. corner. Like that guy. Mm. He to me, I think he's my fourth corner now behind Greedy. Mm. <laughs> Where do you get Murphy? Uh, he's gonna kill Murphy because he's short. No, no. I, yes, he will. I, Murphy's actually my top corner. I'm with you. Oh. Byron Murphy, greedy. Yeah, I'm with you. So who's you third? put? You put Murphy over greedy. Yeah. Well, I, they were they were stacked for me the entire way. So I'm giving Byron the edge. It only took five years, Dave, for him to actually like a player that I like. Uh, oh, that's y'all agree way more often than you don't. Murphy, greedy. You're, go, you're going down the wrong road. There. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm having second thoughts. Yeah. Rocky Sin and then Justin Lane. Uh, I think Rocky Sin is going to go higher than a lot of people. I think he's going. I think he's going to go before. Uh, maybe who do you have at your number three? Rocky Sin. Oh, your Sin was three. Yeah. And two was greedy. Greedy. Ryan. This is kind of my point, though, and I'm not. He. I think you got that list right. I like how you I, say that with like awe in your voice. No, like, no, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. I like yeah. it. I like it. I, I, I like your list. And then I have Justin Lane four. Uh, then I have DeAndre Baker. All from right, Georgia tell me five. about tell me about Lane again. 
Uh, Just tell me about what you like about him. Well, he's a former wide receiver who he's a long guy too. He, yeah, he converted to corner yeah. when he got to Michigan State, and he plays the position like he understands exactly what the route runner's trying to do. Puts himself in the position to make plays. Uh, love the length. He's a very good athlete. Four four five too. Exactly. Uh, you love the ball skills. So I think he's an ascending player. A guy that I'm going to sign up for if I need a corner in the late first round. Rockyson, Justin Lane, both those guys are on my radar. You think Lane is high as the first round? Yeah. Damn. I, he's number 28 overall on my board. Yeah, that's nice. So where would he have started on your board, do you think? Where would he have initially would have been? My pre-combine, I think he was like my sixth or seventh corner. Yeah. Um, and and then, then you just watch the workout, and you're thinking, man, this guy's got movement skills. Yeah, he's, he's long. He can run. Exactly. Yeah. He, he's better. I'm yeah. going to – if I have a – if I need to bet on – I'll bet on the upside that he provides over what we've seen from DeAndre Baker from Georgia. Which two really good players, I think, but I'll go with the upside. I'll tell you who's got who got hurt a little bit is my guy Jawan Williams from Vanderbilt. Mm. You just you can't run a four six four. Yeah, but oh. watch the guy play on tape. He it, you know, everybody killed that Iowa kid that's at, at the Chargers now. He oh, didn't run a four six four. You're not. He was let that slow. Go. He was slow. But we just what did Desmond <sighs> King run? I'm looking it up. It right is now. tough to run a four six four. If you're just watch the damn tape, Brugler. Yeah, and he gets beat. Isn't there if there's he gets his hands on people, he can win on the line. If he if he does, yes, that, that's a fair. That's fair. Yeah, but he just doesn't. He doesn't do it. Remember this conversation, Hellman, when I'm walking around the track. I don't know, man. Isn't there if if there's four is King there's, King four five five. If there's one position where forty matters, isn't it cornerback? Yeah, it's a stopwatch position. Yeah, no question. Uh, well, they, I don't think Desmond King ran the forty at the combine. He ran the he ran I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. I, I want to say he was four five five. The Wi-Fi there's down a big here difference sucks. between four five five and four six four. I'm just telling you that nobody thought the guy could run. You guys no, were all also, like lining up against also, him. Uh, no, that's not true. He's no. also a, he's also a safety. He plays safety. He doesn't that's play. True. He doesn't play corner. That's true. Just saying. Look, I, he I he can cover. Look, with Jalen well, Williams. Not if they're three steps behind him, he can't. <laughs> Teams that really covet the length of the position, they're, they're, they're going to like him. Um, but, okay, 4 6 four. Where, where, does that, where was this talk before the combine? Speed. Oh, the speed was the biggest question for him. I, I remember us kind of like glowing about this guy. Maybe no, I was yeah, overly no. glowing no, 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 about no. him. You are right. We were real high on this guy pre-combine. Put, but I mean, put on the Georgia tape. I think that shows exactly. And I wrote about this before the combine. The Georgia tape shows me exactly why I am really in, intrigued by Joe Juan Williams, but also cautious because you saw Ridley kind of beat him up a little bit well, several he got beat several times yeah. by receivers that just vertical off you know if he doesn't get if he doesn't press doesn't mm-hmm. get uh that contact at the line of scrimmage he's gonna get beat vertically and he doesn't have the catch-up speed yeah, he's not gonna be able to at, impact at the school Nashville Desmond third. King Desmond King ran a four five one so significantly better than four six four no but the, the, there was questions about Desmond King's speed you're yeah, right no there were yeah, right and there's a big reason why he fell to the fifth no question yeah and I'm I, Joe Juan Williams I, I mean he's in my top 100 it's not like I oh, okay uh, I took 59 a, took a beating on that Bosa and I had him in the top 10 everybody acts like I didn't even have him on the board uh, a little bit different when you're talking about top 10 picks. Two other guys I want to mention. Amani Hooker yeah. from Iowa ran much better than I expected. Yeah, he didn't play fast. He, does, he doesn't play that fast. Yeah. But his intelligence, his IQ, sure. the instincts, all off the charts. and So so the film the, – but the film shows you he doesn't play fast. It, but it's kind of like – you know, it's uh, – it, there's a little bit of Desmond King there where he doesn't always – 
Same school, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't always play that fast, but I'm, I don't know. I'm going to bet on the tape and bet on uh, the instincts that I think he has. And then Tristan Hill from Central Florida, okay. defensive tackle, who yeah. I think has put himself in the top 100 discussion. As long as the maturity checks out, that's a big question with him. Okay. As long as teams are okay with the character, he's a top 100 player. All right. Hey, thanks a lot for that. I appreciate that, David. Thank you very much. When we come back, we're going to Twitter on the 20. Stay tuned. Kaboo, Texas is three days, six stages, over 100 artists, including The Killers, Lionel Richie, Leonard Skinner, Ms. Lauren Hill, Kid Rock, Alanis Morissette, Little Big Town, The Eight Bat Brothers, Counting Crows, Pitbull, Sting, The Black Eyed Peas, and the list goes on. Don't miss Kaboo, Texas. Single day and three day passes are on sale now. Visit KAAP. BOOTexas.com to get your passes today. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. You want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa. Open Dallas Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are a American made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Hey everyone, it's Ed Cahill, co-founder of The Draft Show, and it's time for Twitter on the 20. Twitter on the 20. Take it away, Tiny Jim. Appreciate that, Eddie. I love it. We, we get better every year. I love it. Uh, all right. Hop right into Twitter on the 20. Um, not directly 2019 draft related, but it is pertinent to our interests. Question for Mike. Emmanuel Ogba. You remember the name? We do. 
Cowboys famously had him drafted from right out in front of them in 2016. Had that happen a couple different times in these drafts. Big part of the reason why they wound up with Jalen Smith. I'd say they're probably pretty happy about the way it all Very played out. Very happy about that way that it worked out. But the word on the street is that the Cleveland Browns are shopping him now that they have Olivier Vernon to pair with Miles Garrett. Would you try to acquire him from Cleveland? What would you give up to get him? I think you saw a Twitter from you was fifth round, see what they would do. That's what I would do. Offer a fifth round pick, see what they think about that. Because like, he has not lived up to being the top pick in the second round. He's uh, in a contract year. The value is not going to be high. If, yeah. if, the, if the Browns get anything better than a fourth, I'd be shocked. Yeah. Magical John Dorsey working, maybe. Uh, right. And I think maybe you just you try to get creative, maybe swap spots in the fourth round or, you know. Dallas has got the two compensatories. We keep talking about those. I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't want to give up a fourth. Okay. But, I'm just, yeah. I mean, if uh, we'll we'd see. I wonder if you could do it for a 2020. Is Possibly. That, is that too low of a price? Or make it a, well, you conditional, know, conditional. Conditional because he probably might not sign back with you. Well, yeah. make, make it conditional where if he gets uh, – you know, over five sacks, then it's a fourth rounder. If it's below five sacks, it's a fifth rounder. Yeah, I worry about his instincts when I watch him play. Mm-hmm. I think he's got the traits. I think he's got the physical traits. I don't see an inst- instinctual player when I watch him play. That's fair. Definitely. Uh, so I wouldn't. I, I I don't know. I mean, I I look at this draft again, and I I I just I look at defensive ends. I look at defensive tackles. You know, I, I'm totally on. I, yeah, sure. I love to draft. I think you I think you're better off doing it that way. I just look at it from a practical standpoint, man. Again, like what can these guys offer the minute they get here? And when yeah. you're talking about defensive end, right. the lower you go down the pecking order, the less likely it is. I mean, what did Dorrance Armstrong give you this year? Like right. I mean, he was fine. He was yeah. he was pick 116. He's sure. not supposed to be a star, but he he played in 14 games. He they was cared. a healthy scratch a yeah. couple times. He yeah. finished with like 10 tackles maybe. Yeah. Well, and so how how they're all in for this year, we know that. But how much all in are they? It, it, you know, Emmanuel Agua is going to be better than any fourth round defensive end yes. you take this year. He probably will be better than any defensive end you get at fifty eight. I think, unless unless you really nail it, and I mean, which you could. Right. But right. I, and so if they're all in for this year, then you know maybe you do give up a fourth, uh, you know, just to give you that just, immediate death. And the other variable here is we just don't know what their thinking is in Randy Gregory. Well, exa- well, that's my – you can't count on Randy Gregory. You can't. And but- right now we don't know what the future holds for Tank. I mean, I expect him to be on this team, but what kind of condition will he be in? Yada, yada, right. yada. Ogba could start. He, and if, even if he, they don't need him to start, he could rotate. Okay, Ogba better it. than Zach Allen? Boston College? Uh, it, This year, yes. Hmm. You're talking about a guy that's been in the NFL for three years. Yeah. He's, he's and not the, really. And now we're talking about but, trading. Oh, him. But again, going like, into a contract year where he's going to be a little have a little more extra motivation. Why wasn't he motivated? Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that's a Mickey Spagnola thing I just did. Too. It isn't. It isn't a. It's a, not a perfect comparison. But again, like think about Connor Williams. Like you're like, well, mm. he's going to need a year to really get up to where he's supposed to be. Right. A guy like Emmanuel Ogba needs no time at all. He's been through the wars, for lack of a better analogy let me ask you this though okay how about nelson anthony nelson from iowa same way is uh, it allen i'd rather have anthony nelson than uh, i'd rather have nelson on a rookie contract than ogba for one year yeah well you could i mean you could have both you could draft anthony right. nelson at 58 and still get Ogba. but that's why we're talking about ogba as being fourth or fifth rounder or not 
yeah. second or third round. I would not give up anything more than probably a fifth. I would be reluctant to give up one of the fourths. But if it, if you could get him for a low price, sign me up. What do you think they're going to use that second fourth for? If you had to guess, well, the fact that you can trade it, yeah, you know, get creative. You you're, know, you're, you're thinking they're going to use it as a move, right? Ooh, yeah. You guys know I love a segue. Okay. Steven says, well, so it's sort of related to that. Speaking of pass rushers, speaking of comp picks, Steven says, where in round two would the Cowboys need to move up to get Jalen Ferguson? What would it take to get there? He's thinking you could use a comp pick. I'm tempted to think not so much. I know you can use those picks to move around, but once you start talking about day three picks, yeah, they're not the worth value, a lot of points. Right. I mean, the, a comp fourth round pick probably moves you up, what, four or five spots? Yeah. Um, How high do you think you need to get to get Jalen Ferguson? They're at, what, 58 right now? Yeah. yeah. The Louisiana the, Tech defensive Why end. do I kind of have this vibe that he's going to be somewhere between 40 and 46? Someone right in that. I mean, I think you're going to – Yeah. I think that's – he's – I think people are, are getting on board with this guy. Sure. Yeah. I, he's – If you start talking about the comparisons, well, you know, he, him, DeAndre Walker, that, you know, Georgia – we know the kind of the same, you know. Yeah, and the kid. Maybe you don't. Do you like the kid at, at Old Dominion? I mean, he's, he's oh, um, Eximius. Yeah. Oh, Shane Eximius. There Eximius. we go. Eximius, yeah. I mean, he's he's a light guy. Like I don't think he fits this team. You know, he's kind of he's like Chase Winovich. You know, where he's see somebody had I think down they had somebody mocking him to here at one like at ninety. I saw that. I mean, he's a pass rusher, but I don't know if he. He fits. looks so slight on tape. But he's two hundred forty pounds. Right. Stop. Well, well, he was at the Senior Bowl. Demarcus the... Lawrence was like two forty-five when he was in college. For whatever that's worth. Oh, he's two fifty-three at the combine. Zeminez was. Um, you know, I, in the third round, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I'd be okay with that. I mean, that's where I have Zeminez as a late third-round pick yeah. on my board, so that makes sense. Um, but for Jalen Ferguson, yeah, I mean, listen, he's especially after these guys fly off the board, you know, the Bosa's, the Allens, the Montez Sweats. Um, those gonna be a run. Get ready. Those guys are gonna go early, top twenty, and then a little bit of a drop off to that next tier of defensive ends. Where is that gonna be? Probably early to mid second round. So uh, Jalen Ferguson could, could be off the board in at thirty five, yeah. or he could be there at forty five. But I, I think I think just in my mind, I'm seeing a guy between 40 and 45. Yeah, I think I'm 45 kind of my, would in my, be, If yeah. I had to close my eyes and think, okay, where's he going to go? 40 Which, to 45, somewhere right there. To get there from 58, you're probably using your third round pick. Yeah, exactly. So I'm. Which hey, if you feel like that's your guy, whatever. I'm just saying, I don't think your comp pick is going to get you there. No, it won't. Nope. I got a good scout question for y'all from Blake, uh, talking safeties. Purely hypothetical. Washington's Taylor Rapp, Mississippi State's Jonathan Abram, and Virginia's Juan Thornhill. Take who? Three of the, I mean, three of the bigger, say, I mean, three, probably the three biggest safeties, unless I'm forgetting somebody. Or Deontay well, Ad, Thompson. Thompson and Adderley. I, yeah. Adder, Adderley won, but yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Three of the bigger names. Mm -hmm. They're all there at 58. Huh. Who's the best fit for you? This guy says, he, he says, I know which one I like, which kudos to you, Blake, for the pun. But which uh, one do y'all Give me like? a rap. I say it's a rap. <laughs> We're just going pun yep. heavy here. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Kent. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. Give me the best player at that point. Yeah. I mean, Why is forget he the best? Fit. In my opinion, rap's the best out of those three. Um, I, instinctually, he's he has everything you want. He's a good athlete. 
Uh, Play back up. He can tackle. He's yeah, a finisher. Exactly. He can blitz. He's more of that strong than a free, but yeah. he's not like a strictly in the box guy. I mean, he can move. I mean, he had under a four uh, short shuttle. Yeah. He, he can move. So I, what he brings to the field, that instinctual approach, I'm betting on those guys. Uh, same reason I like the Monty Hooker. Um, I like Juan Thornhill. I I don't think he played necessarily as fast as he ran. And, you know, the jumps are great, but I don't know. I, I'm not all gung-ho on Juan Thornhill as some other people. Yeah, I, I think, the, to me, the four best safeties in this draft are Ra- or Adderley, Rapp, Abram, and Thompson. That's what I think right now. I know a lot of people have Thornhill in there. You know, take him at 58. I, I think that one of these – I think one of these other guys are going to be there. I think I think I think the guy that's most likely to be there, and I don't know how much you really like him, Dane. It's Thompson from Alabama. He he's, he's tough. he seems like to me that he's going to be the last guy that that when this thing gets to fifty eight, it might be that you might see Rap and Abram Adderley, of course, go. And now it's like, okay, do you want Thornhill or do you want Thompson? And I would take Thompson over Thornhill myself. So would I. I, You don't sound like you'd be excited about it, though. I would be. You know what? I've got a second-round grade on Thompson, though. Mm -hmm. My my safeties go Adderley. (laughs) You didn't argue with what I said. You're just kind of like, ah. No, but 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 okay, what if – focusing again on the Cowboys. Okay, what at 58, what's going to be the best position? What's going to be the most depth at a position for them at 58? You keep talking about D-tackle. It's so hard when you're talking about, you know, 58 picks into the draft. Uh, it, because, it, yeah, it could be a lot of could positions. Could be a runner. Could be, sure. Wide receiver. Could be. Uh, my safeties go Adderley, Rapp, Abram, Gardner-Johnson. Yeah, then a lot of people like him. Deontay yeah. Thompson, then Juan Thornhill. Yeah. So You and KT, Kevin Turner on that Gardner-Johnson boat. I think and all six of those guys – would be in the conversation at 58. Now I think, you know, half Who would you them, take at 90 if it got there? Who you got somebody you got somebody going in the third round you take? Darnell Savage from Maryland last that far. I'd love to have him at, at in mm. the late third round. If I don't think he's going to last that long. Would you think of Gantt? He's number 9 for me safety. So yeah, I got a late third. He he just missed my top 100. Gantt is the Marshall kid? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What I thought. yeah. Awesome play speed. He'll knock you uh knock you around. Um can, can can I ask a real quick question of you? What do you got? I was trying meant to text you about the Pratt kid from North Carolina State, State. linebacker. What did you think about him? Uh, I like. I'm sorry, him. Dave. I'm hijacking. No, I, I hijacked the first segment. He's yeah. my number four linebacker. Man, former safety. Did, man, you didn't like him. Man, no, you like him. Man, I love this kid. Yeah, I have a. I, I did, yeah. Second, third round grade. See, Full could, name? What's his? Jermaine Pratt. Jermaine, Jermaine Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. I'm sorry. I do that. And he's number 67 overall on my board. Bush or White Bush Wilson Pratt mm-hmm. over the Hawaii kid. Yep, that's mine. Uh, Tavai is number five. Tavai is number five on my I, linebacker. I, again, again, I'm sorry about that, folks. Yeah, no, Pratt, and he he worked out well. He ran, what, four five seven at 240 pounds? The tape's pounds. really good. It is. He's a physical player. Yeah. He has range. Yeah. And he's a former safety, so you yeah. think he'll project better and you get better in coverage. So I'm, I I'm thought that was going to be a weak group up top. It's not. It's not a weak group. You know? I think there's some good value there with those guys, with yeah. those four guys. I'm and still it, pretty happy the Cowboys don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I think you're right. I'll tell you what, do you think Pratt can play safety? 
I mean, he's 240 pounds. Maybe. Okay. You sound like my Twitter mentions right now. (laughs) Oh, move Sean Lee to safety. He won't get hurt. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. These work well with the first segment because we're. Good player, though. Very good player. Talking about adjusting values after after the combine. I know we've talked about them before, but my buddy Mitch wants to know, and I'm curious, too. Well, where's uh, where's our buddy little Jordan Humphrey at these days? Because I feel like he is his stocks dropped a little bit. I'm hearing him on Dallas Day visit, by the way. Yeah, that would make sense. It would make sense. Uh, he does a, but, him in a minute. Who you know when he declared, I'm like, okay, this sounds like a day two guy. But I, is that is that true? Because I no. yeah, I, it seems like he's like a. Well, when we watch dropping, we watch the tape. What do we get? We gave him like a four or five, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, I gave him a four. And then the combine was not was good. Not kind to him at all. No. How about I have a team with him and Nada, and you know, <laughs> yeah, you just get all the slow guys on. Yeah, a team. and I'll get right. the guy uh, Jawan Williams. I'll get him too. Look, I'll have a great draft. See how you do, Humphreys. I'll be great. He's basically a tight end. That's how he was used, and yeah. that's how you project him in the NFL. That big slot receiver who. You don't want him lining up in line, but you want him to manipulate the middle of the field, go in between levels of the defense, and you know he's got strong hands. He can help you out on crossers. He's a move the chains type of guy. He's he can high point, but he's not going to run routes. He's not going no. to you know create all types of separation. That's why I'm kind of looking at myself like, why do I have him in the fourth round? He doesn't. He just for whatever you and I'm not always right, but you just kind of get feels about guys, and he just doesn't feel like a Cowboys pick to me. No, not unless again they'd have to shift philosophies and go to that big slot. Which yeah, I don't which think they don't. Do. Which right. I don't know if their next slot receiver will be as small as Cole Beasley, but you, I don't see them wanting a six-three guy. Would you put no. Slayton from Auburn? He made my top one hundred. I knew he would. Yeah, yeah he's number one hundred. <laughs> Is he number one hundred? Yeah. He just made it. One more. Yeah, one more, and we got to we got to well, get it out. And here. it's the same thing. Same question, different guy from Stodd. Uh, Stanley Morgan Jr., a name we've heard a little bit about. Cowboys out of are kind of sniffing yeah. him a little yeah. bit. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. So tell me something. New Orleans kid, who uh, I think I knew that actually. He he was teammates with uh, Fournette at what St. Augustine. St. Aug, okay, great uh, band by the way, very good band. Um, and you know goes into Nebraska and he's the most productive receiver Nebraska's ever produced, which you know we consider option offense history. But you know, playing wide receivers at quarterback, all yeah. that good type of stuff. But yeah. still, pretty impressive. Um, you know, he went over 1,000 yards this past year. First uh, Nebraska receiver to do that. Uh, not going to really... It, it, the speed, the deep speed isn't yeah. going to wow you. Uh, corners are going to be able to sit on the underneath stuff. But he's got strong hands. I think that he runs with purpose in his routes. Um, and that, So he's, he's a possession guy. He doesn't have that extra gear. There's no question no. about that when you watch Four, him. 5 three, 40. Yeah, but but that he ran a lot uh, better. I would say, yeah, that's yeah, better than Yeah, because the tape's not – I mean, this guy, he's got toughness about him. And I see he why does. the Cowboys are looking at him, though. And, I, I mean, I I just kind of like liked him as a blocker. You know, there's mm-hmm. things that he was doing. He was doing a lot of dirty work stuff. And I kind of appreciate it. And I just kept burying him and burying him and burying him with all these other wide receivers. And it's a probably mistake on my part. You to, just you just saying that because you know the Cowboys are interested. No, no. <laughs> it's just it's a loaded position. It's no, it, it is. It's it's, it's a loaded position because I initially thought, okay, this guy doesn't run well enough. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and gets a decent time. And I'm thinking, but I didn't see it on the tape. But then again, Dane's right. You watch him. He makes contested catches. He goes and gets the football. I mean, you watch the Nebraska quarterback. That thing is a disaster. 
Oh, yeah. that thing is an absolute disaster to have to watch play, and he, he doesn't get chances. He doesn't give as many chances. The final two lines of my report on him, uh, a one-speed player, NFL corners, be able to sit on underneath routes because he lacks a juice to strike fear in the coverage. Overall, Morgan isn't a true deep threat with only average on-field athleticism, but his play strength, ball skills can be an asset, projecting as a bottom-of-the-roster NFL receiver. Doesn't have that extra gear burst. That was my last what line. What you give him grade-wise? I, I put him in the sixth. I gave him a five-six, so yeah. I'm with you. Can you do inside and outside? He was uh, he did both on tape, okay. so you know, I, theoretically. Yeah, Cowboys are looking in for something. They must be looking at the toughness aspect of him. Yeah, the toughness and the extending for catches. How does he like compare that. to Cedric Wilson? Wilson had a little more juice, I think. Yeah, I think we had Wilson in the sixth round too. Yeah, yeah. well, well, that's where the yeah, Cowboys yeah, got him. Exactly, so. exactly. All right, thank you so much to everybody yeah. out there. Thanks to everybody on Periscope, too, that's kind of following along today. When we come back, we're going to play some Tell Me More. Stay tuned. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. Back here in the SWBC Mortgage Studios, Brian Broaddus, Dane Burglar, David Hellman, Kent Garrison, executive producing. David, is there any news about Cowboy news going on right now um, that we can report about or anything like it that? It sounds like the Cowboys have finally started dipping their toe into free agency. Just nothing that's going to 
Nothing should move the meter. Off. Uh, Christian, is it Christian? Yeah, Christian Covington. Yeah. It's, in, it's intriguing. You look up his resume. Six-round pick from 2015 right. with Houston. You got a scouting report on him there, Mr. Brewer? Remember him, Dane? Yeah, no, from Rice. Uh, yeah. He's a guy who I think can interchangeably play some one, play some three. Mm. Um, Was he a 3-4? I mean, i got to look at the guy. You played end on. in Houston, which is a 3-4 scheme. So he's a, so he's I he's a five, five technique. It yeah. means he's going to probably play inside here. Three and a half right. sacks last year, which yeah. I'm sure he benefited from having Clowney and Watt. But. Kind of helps. Three and a half sacks, 15 tackles. Purely a depth signing, but yeah, a guy that I'd love to have him as part of my rotation. He, I mean, I'm more than happy to let him get some reps at one technique. Yeah. Like, it, not, not a splashy signing, but it sounds solid. It reminds me, they got Terrell McLean from uh, Houston a few years ago. It sounds right. very similar to that. Gotcha. And then um, the other one, I thought I saw Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin, Has re upped, which, like, that's not super surprising. He's been hanging out here all offseason. Yeah, he has been. He's been here working out and stuff like that. I've been seeing him in the cafeteria. So maybe that's your, I'm, I'm, your kicker or your punt return guy. I mean, got a little juice there. I would assume he's obviously going to be the favorite to be your return man. I'm curious, you know, what, if any, stake he's going to have in the slot situation. Like, I'm curious he makes the team. Are the Cowboys. I think he would make the team. Well, I mean, depending on who they get the slot and stuff yeah. like well, that. If you get Samuel, he could return kicks for you too. I'm uh, I'm nervous about the idea of Tavon being the slot receiver. Which so I want to see what else they do, who else they take a look. at. They prepped at. him that whole week for the Giants game, and then Beasley went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. So I I don't know, but okay. Good to have him back as a you know return guy, gadget guy, whatever. Okay, as we uh, carry on these last fifteen minutes of our programming here today, we do something. I I love this. This is one of my favorite. I I love Twitter on the twenty because of the interaction with the fans, but I also love Tell Me More. I just love. I love. Yeah. Production. Not because that song, but yeah. I like people get so excited for this segment. With like people start submitting me guys like the day we start, and like Uh we're not we're not there not there yet. But what? But keep submitting. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're gonna we'll get to them. So well, so I'm gonna start off. Which this is a Senior Bowl guy. Uh My buddy Dan on Twitter has literally been asking me about him since January. So uh, tell me more about Michigan State safety Kari Willis, please. Mm. Uh. First off, I think he's if there's a Byron Jones state future state senator type of guy. Oh yeah, he's got the great off the field. Oh, that's so he's a right is. right kind of guy. Yeah, right. he is a right. Let's go. Guy. Exactly, he's the type of guy that's going to uh, be a leader. He's going to be vocal and type of guy when he speaks, everybody stops, listens, and you know takes what he has to say. Um, on the field, I think he's has a very average skill set. You know, I, yeah, I think in the house chamber he's not going to be asked to turn and backpedal like he needs to. <laughs> I mean, he'll he'll right. go to he'll get to the podium and be fine. Look, you know, look good standing well, there. You don't but want your politicians to backpedal anyway. They don't want him to backpedal, but, but don't, boom, boom, it takes it, it takes this guy some time to turn, and I don't think he has the range. Yeah, no, I, I I worry about his range. I do worry about his ability to close. Mm-hmm. Is something I, I I mean I remember watching. Some plays, I think Northwestern, ball going down the field, and it, it was like he was running in mud. And I, I just kind of went, ah, oh, please, I don't need my safety doing that. But, yeah, he's Dane's absolutely right about the off-the-field stuff. Tremendous guy, but I just do not see a guy that – He's not an it, NFL starter. Yeah, I don't think but, – but the one thing is uh, it, I will give him credit for being a tackler. The guy will wrap up yeah. and tackle. Well, that, it, that's In a four five five speed, you yeah. think, okay, special teams, backup. Right. Like, you could do a lot worse than this guy. Right, right. right. 
Uh, another backlogged one. We all know our friend Bobby Belt. Uh, Love Bobby. He's been beating me down about Michael Dogby out of Temple for weeks. So tell me more about him too. Uh, one of the top uh, combine snubs this year. That's uh, amazing. Watching the tape, that guy did not get invited to the combine. Yeah, I mean, it's really confusing because he's yeah. The tape's impressive. Yeah. Um, and this past year, he's productive. He had twelve and a half tackles for last uh, loss, seven sacks. Uh, you love just the the motor. It doesn't quit. Never stops. No, it doesn't stop. And he, look, technique-wise, he's all over the place. His hands are very aggressive, very active, but they're all over the place. Yeah. His he pass, tries. He tries yeah. to use his hand. I mean, it, it's, 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 it's like watching a windmill. It, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's <laughs> his, this. His pads, they go upright. Upright, yeah. You know, so the, the technique needs a lot of work, but the motor doesn't quit. He has some pop in his upper body, uh, quick feet. He can cross the face of blockers and make plays in the backfield. Range. Yeah, he's the type of player Tackle who— Tackle and in, too, by the way. Right. Yeah. You're looking to round out— Position flex. Yeah, absolutely, because like he he did. He played defensive. He was at linebacker in yeah. high school. Hmm. Moved to defensive end, played some defensive tackle. He was actually their starting nose tackle at Temple, uh, but played any, everywhere from the one to the five. He's a guy that, I, if I'm looking to round out my defensive line depth chart, but he's a guy to be targeting fifth, sixth round and yeah. feel good uh, about he, it. He's got him absolutely right. I, I, the whole thing with the— I like what the, I'm hearing here. You know, I mean, th- this guy, though, it's, it's one of those things that I, I really liked how he could redirect— I mean, I saw a guy that, like, okay, it's over here, now it's over here. I mean, he was – you see a guy with some athletic ability. And, again, for him not to go to the combine, that's a big miss by the guys putting that list together. Yeah. Like, this kid's going to get drafted, and he's and like Dane says, what you see, 5'6", kind of in there? That's what I gave him. Yeah. Or, or I think I, maybe I have a 5 on him. Yeah, I, I thought he was more of a 5 myself is what I thought. But yeah, that's, I have, a, I have a, five, a flat 5 on him. No, no problem with this guy. I've made it pretty clear that I don't want to spend a lofty pick on a tight end, but hmm. maybe a down-the-line guy might be a good thing for this team. So tell me more about Washington's Drew Sample. So this guy, to me, he he should be considered, you know, in that. We're not, we're not considering him high enough? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I, he's... A top 120, 120 player. Oh, so yeah. I'm not giving him his just due. No, well, I was no, thinking but, of him as a day three guy. And, well, well, which that's still day. Yeah, three, he but. probably is a day three guy. I'd be a little surprised, but I mean, you think of like a Will Disley. He's better than Will Disley, and Disley was a fourth round pick last year. You got, you got, he's yeah, better than Disley. For, yes. Thank you for acknowledging. He's that, better than Dis- Brian's crush of all yes. crushes, Will Disley, who was on his way to a great rookie season. He was before he got hurt. Before yeah. he got hurt. At one point, I could this do this for a living. At one point, mm-hmm. I could. Yeah. I don't know if I could do it anymore, but at one point, I could. I would pay good money to see you like actually get to make these calls, both, <sighs> both of y'all. That'd be fun. That was fun in Philadelphia. Why? This guy's better than Disley. Yeah. And the, well, now, the I read pro- up on him a little bit. And no, this guy is better than Disley. He is right. absolutely the, better the, than Disley. The, the problem with him was... You'll like this. A sample size. Oh. We, we didn't have it. He, I mean, he had, he had single-digit catches every year up until his senior year. Uh, finally got a chance to be a little bit more, and he took advantage. He had 25 catches. Um, so he's a guy that he's already married. You know, he's got a professional mindset. He's going to give you uh, really consistent reps as a blocker. He's not going to let you down. As a pass catcher, he needs to get better with his routes and just being more consistent. But I, I, he's shown me enough on tape where I think he can do it. So, Drew Sample, if I'm looking for a tight end in the fourth round, he'd be on my short list. Yeah, and you know, I will say this guy does play in line like mm-hmm. Will Disley did. 
He's. I think he's a little bit better. I think where Disley had him when it came to blocking, I think Disley was a little bit better handling those down linemen. He's not as powerful. As he's Disley. not as powerful as Disley. Yeah. But but the but the routes that they run, you know, it's this crazy underneath stuff they ask him to do. You talk about the sample size and stuff like that. But this guy, when when you when you put on the tape, he he does a good job of handling those like linebackers and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. I, I would not. I would not be opposed to having uh, this guy on your football. So, team. like, where do you your tight ends? Do you have him? Uh, Foster Moreau, LSU tight end. Oh, I like Foster Moreau just because he's an LSU guy. So you have who do you have higher, Sample or Moreau? I would have Sample higher. Okay. I actually have Raymond from Utah State above mm-hmm. him. Is what I have. So I have those guys in the fourth round. Okay. Raymond Sample. Caden Smith from uh, Stanford. Stanford. Stanford, and then I like the the uh, Maze from Notre Dame. Maisie, May. Oh, uh, Mac Elise Mac. Is it Mac? Is how you say it? Yeah, his okay. last name's Mac. His first name's uh, uh, um, Elise. Elise. Okay, I, I messed it up. I'm my my part, but Mac is his last name. Okay, Notre Dame. I have those yeah. guys all in that range right there. My apologies there. Um. You already alluded to it. Mm-hmm. You start to hear the whispers about Dallas Day. Dallas is rife with football talent. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about Divine Ozigbo, the uh, running back out of Nebraska. There's another s- combine snub. It, right that's about it. That? I, Hails from Saxe, Texas. Saxe, yeah, absolutely. About, yeah. I don't know, 10 miles east of here. It's not too far. He was a. Uh, is he too sexy to come here? Oh God, we're we're <laughs> deep in the puns yeah, today. This show is off the rails now. Yeah, uh, he's uh, yeah, like you said, he's going to be one of the first combine snubs to be drafted, probably in the mid rounds. Um, he really had that senior year that you were hoping for. Uh, didn't have the production his first three years. Then his senior year goes over a thousand yards. He averaged seven yards a carry. Uh, he just he's a straight line-ish guy a little bit but he runs with pop uh he has uh, some looseness in his lower body where he can swerve away from uh from uh, defenders he's what i really like about him is toughness and pass pro uh-huh. uh when he was given a chance to uh be a, a receiver out of the backfield he took advantage of it he caught the football so he's just a physical hard charging back and if I'm looking for a running back in day three, he's he'd be on my short list for sure. This guy's got some complete back to him. Dane, Dane has got him right, and at five eleven, two twenty seven, you know, four five eight speed, someone's going to fall in love with this guy because he's right about the toughness on the blitz pickup. That's one of the first things you notice about how he'll step up and hit you, which is something you usually complain about when yeah. you're talking about college running. No, backs. this this guy can block. I think he's a little bit of a straight line runner, though. Yeah, I don't is. see I don't see but much wiggle with him. But I do see a tough guy. I do see a guy that when they put him in the flat to catch the ball, and he can adjust. They put him yep. wide. He can, can run catch. some wheels. Yeah, yeah, he runs the wheel. Absolutely. They did that against, I think it was uh, Michigan I was watching. They did a wheel route and got him open. I mean, it, this guy, he's got some complete back to him. And so if you're looking for that guy that can blitz pick up, catch the football, and run it when they hand it to him, this guy's your guy. All right. What, what, when, what, what round? When, when can I get him? I had him in the I had him in the fifth day three. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds about right. I mean, he's there's a lot of really good backs, and yeah, it's hard that's... to it's hard to jump backs with this guy. And I know I talked greatly about him, but if you if you're thinking about a guy, you're thinking, oh, this guy's probably a seventh round or uh, undrafted free agent guy, whatever. Nah, not nah. This guy, this guy's got Man. some legitimate skill to himself. The fact that he can pass protect and yeah. catch the ball, that's what's going to separate him from maybe a Rykel Armstead from Temple or. Right. 
uh, Jordan Scarlett from Florida, some of these other guys on right. day three. So as we stack these day three running backs, which I'm still working through myself, um, you know, I think Ozigbo is going to be a guy we like more and more. Which I don't want to doubt y'all's evaluations, but this re- goes back to the first segment, though. Who's the who's the kid? Um, Central Michigan running back wound up in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, had, it was at Michigan, had the character stuff. Cowboys uh, tried to get him. Yeah. Why can't I remember this guy's name? Damn it. I know, it's going to bother me too. Um, You're oh. asking a 55-year-old guy to remember I names. Know, I know, I know. Uh, Thomas Rawls. Yes, there we Rawls. Go. There we go. Um, yeah, they went through some bad All they? I'm saying is, again, these guys fall for whatever reason. There's only 256 picks. Mm-hmm. And something to keep in mind, he's going to be at Dallas Day. He's going to be a guy they have familiarity with, so... I don't know. Just saying. Yep, not maybe, a bad idea. Maybe that's a guy you're on the phone with on day three. Like, hey. All right. You got another guy for us, Dave? I saved the Brugler special for last. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what? We we did four Power Five guys, and one. And Temple is a very good non-Power Five program. This is a school that I didn't even know had a football team. Oh, gosh. I know for a Alderson f- brought us? I know for a fact. <laughs> yeah. I know for a fact that Brian hasn't seen him. Brian actually said, I, I can't find tape on this guy. No, no. I found tape. You just didn't have time to watch it? I didn't have time to really watch it. Dane, if you can, tell me more about Brody Oliver, wide receiver from the Colorado School of Mines. Yes. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Shout out to Brian for the suggestion. Yeah. 6'3", about 210 pounds. He's he's a D2 guy. Uh, The reason I do know him fairly well is because he's a shrine guy. Because you're sick. That's Uh, why. Yeah. He's my number... The Colorado School of Mines. Great school. My sure. number four small school wide receiver. Okay. Um, He's got this thing broken down into small school wide receiver. Yeah, sure. Who are the top three? Who are the top three? I love Keelan it. Doss okay. from UC Davis. UC Davis. I know yeah. that name. Yeah. Uh, Jazz Ferguson from Northwestern North- North- State. Yeah, Northwestern. Jalen's little brother. Yeah. Oh. Uh, former LSU yeah. receiver. Oh, yeah. That actually sounds familiar. Kelvin McKnight from Samford. Mm. Number three. Uh, Peter Work's nephew. And then Brody Oliver, uh, fourth, who, you know, he's in that seventh round PFA range. Uh, he, he, really productive guy. I think he had over 4,000 yards receiving. Uh, big body. He's, you like his frame. You like his ability to catch outside his frame. Uh, needs to, he's not going to beat you with speed, but he does show some, you know, detailed focus to his routes. At the stem, his ability out of his breaks. Uh, I he, can't. He's a guy that, you know, who's my guy from Penn last year that I liked a lot? Justin Watson? Yeah. He's not going to run as fast as Watson, but I think they're similar players in ways. I'll tell you what, I did. 6'3", I mean, you said. 6'3", yeah. 208. I, okay. I, I saw just a glimpse of this guy, right? He plays in the slot. He's a slot player. Big, big slot? He's a big slot player. Was there, a bounce, was, there a, was there a bounce house in the background of the tape? <laughs> we were not watching tape of Hobart. Oh, sorry. We did. We watched, tape of, we, we watched tape of Alderson Broadus, and, and Dane made fun. He goes, I didn't think that's a real school. Alderson Broadus, they, they came back firing. There's you know, like yeah. 35 people in the stands. We're going to start cheating here. Get ready. All right, so I can – Brody <laughs> Oliver, big slot. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. No, but PFA. The, yeah, Colorado yeah. School of Mines. He'll end up with the Denver Broncos. Philip Lindsay. Cool. Yeah, no, awesome. they'll end up. Yeah, he'll end up. He'll end up. Someone at the, at the end of the draft, we're all laughing and we'll say, "Okay, where did Brody Oliver go? Oh, he ended up with the Denver Broncos." <laughs> hey, by the way, all right, real quick before we go, you know, we like I always like to do this. Predict right now who the Cowboys are going to take at fifty-eight. 
just predict. If you you know me, I like to throw. I mean, the, I threw the Leighton Vanderish out there. Mm. In light of the uh, in light of Earl Thomas signing in Baltimore, and you know, I mean, like I said, this is just I got my guy. You don't want to. I I bet it will be. I I, don't, I mean, if I had to get like yeah. Jonathan Abram, fine, safe, Jonathan, Abram. or maybe Taylor Rapp. One of those guys. So you're going with the safeties? Yeah. Do you have a guy? Uh, I'll go with the defense tackle. Um, let's go Ren. You're going Ren? I'll go Ren. Can I see the list of 30 visitors first? Like, can I at least? Nah, uh, I, I've just, no, you know me. I, like, we were talking about Van Der Esch, and I just said, they're going to draft. I, I, was, I, was, I was running yesterday. I'm like, I'm going to do this to these guys. They're going to take Zach Allen at 58, Boston, Boston College, College defensive yeah. end. I could see that. I'll tell that. you what, they're going to work him at defensive end. They're going to work mm-hmm. him at defensive tackle. He's Tyron Crawfordish. Yes. I, I'm, I, Mark, this is my Leighton Vanderish moment. So we all think defense. We all think defense. I can't, I like get, I can't yeah. get any love for Debo Samuel. Well, maybe you will. Okay. But that's my guy. All, all right. right. Hey, that is all the time we have for the day. Thanks, everybody out there, for joining us. I want to thank my scouting buddies, uh, Dane Burgler, David Hellman, Kent Garrison, executive producing. Uh, next week, we'll inch once again closer to our date in Tennessee for the NFL draft. It's the 100th season of the National Football League, and we'll make sure you have everything covered for you for the draft from that perspective. So you guys take care. Have a great week, and keep investigating all that tape. Take care.